everyone, I'm Beth and in this episode of Beckett Talks Student Life we are going to be discussing clearing. I'm joined by two students here who both know what it feels like to go through clearing here at Leeds Beckett. We've got Tom and Megan. So you both applied through clearing at Leeds Beckett but have very different stories and experiences. For those students who are considering clearing, can you briefly tell us a little bit about how you came to apply through clearing? So basically, when it come to the actual clearing process, I didn't actually know much about it. So I had to do a bit of research. The reason I came to clearing is because I chose five universities and didn't research it properly. Therefore, I cancelled them decisions and then had to wait until the clearing process begun. And that's kind of how I started my clearing journey, trying to get to Leeds Beckett. Mine was a bit more stressful because I applied to unis that I actually wanted to go to at the time. But then uh, I ended up not getting the actual grades. It was a combination of uh, not knowing when I'll be able to apply through clearing because I had to get the official replies from other universities and not knowing much about clearing itself. So there was a bit of stress with that, but it worked. So once you kind of decided that you're going to go through the clearing route, how did you contact the university? I personally, I called Lise Beckett as soon as I knew I was going to go through clearing. I just called the admissions teams and like, I just tried to get as much details as I could about the university and how I could go through clearing as fast as possible. Just get there, get it done. I just called as many times as I could, as many numbers as I could. When you rang up, were they helpful on the phone? Did they, you know, give you a lot of support and advice on what the clearing process would be like? They were very, very efficient, actually. I was surprised about that. And they were, they were very, very reassuring as well. I think you could hear I was a very stressed person at the time. They guided me a lot where to go, what to do, who to speak to. That's really good to hear. And what about you, Tom? Did you have a similar Honestly, different experience to Megan? Yeah, it's, it's ringing so many bells. And like Megan said, I was just email, phone calls, ringing, asking which email to email, and then emailing, asking who to ring. And... I think Megan hit on a good point there, which I'd quite like to bring up. Like, it's so nice to ring when you're in a panic and when you're in a stress and when you see numbers in front of you that you might not actually get them grades and stuff. It's nice to ring someone on the other end of the phone and say, actually, don't worry about it. Like, I can't remember the name of the lady I spoke to, but I just remember the first thing she said was, right, okay, don't panic. Let's see what we can do. And then she just sat there and I heard her tapping away and she got me all everything I needed. It just puts you at ease kind of having that nice person on the other end of the phone through such like an important life stage. And I think that did really help me quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what was the clearing process like? So you kind of mentioned there, Tom, that it wasn't as stressful as you might have initially thought. Kind of what was the process like when you started going through it? It was very bizarre because I did college and I did further education college. Uh, So I did sixth form and further education college, should I say. So I had two very different scenarios of the sixth form saying to me, you have to go through this regimented process. And then I sat down with my further education college tutor and she actually said, well, there is clearing. But obviously I didn't get to that stage up until I got to the panic stage when I came close to it. And it was very much like, don't worry, we'll sort it out, sort of. I got the extra choice on Newcast to then opt in through the clearing route. But it was weird being in direct contact with these official bodies. And at the time, you don't know what a university is like. So I'm, I'm ringing this big institution sort of thing as one person saying, like, let me in, sort of speak. Like, it, it feels daunting, but it, it's not really... That's it, because they're there to kind of support you, uh, you know, and make those right decisions. And was it different to you, Megan, you know, being an international student? Was it kind of similar to Tom or? 
It was quite similar in the sense that they were really helpful, like with the stress, because like even things that they can do for me, like, for example, waiting for the, the official replies from UCAS from the other unis I applied to, they were very confident that I was going to go through that very quickly. So they were very reassuring with that. So in that sense, it was quite similar. But then I think I had the extra stress of not knowing how it was going to work from being so far away yet so close to starting university because I couldn't really fly there to see the uni and everything. So I'd never seen the uni. I didn't know anything like else than what I could find on the internet I didn't know anyone there either so it was quite stressful there's yeah. a lot of the kind of online support available then you know looking at campus tours and you know what the campus looked like online and that kind of thing yeah I had loads there was a lot of images there was a lot of uh I looked up at a lot of accommodations like I was kind of researching as if I'd already gotten the offer, if that makes sense. It was a bit yeah, yeah. weird, but I was I was just trying to do everything I could so I could kind of balance out the fact that I couldn't go there before I'd actually go there, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Was that kind of similar for you, Tom, as well? Did you look online as well for kind of what information there was you could access? Yeah, it's it's again it's one of these things that you sit there and you think how would people live without the internet so to speak like you could literally look and i know like on our website and to this day i still use our website as if i was a non-student because when i'm looking at what my modules i'm doing next year they're all there there's a big section on teaching and learning and it's just it's nice to be able to go and check on it and get that brief little description in the teaching and learning boxes uh you can press on the actual modules you do and you get to that's how you get the information i mean i've previously mentioned before that i wasn't too good on the research side of when i chose unis so this is part of my research which made me do the clearing process was looking at the teaching and learning factors, I got to see that Nihal was our course director. And there was plenty of information just on this one web page, which was nothing to do with even the extracurricular stuff. This one web page on our course, and that was like a lot of information anyway, to an extent where when I was phoning the university, it was predominantly just admin, as opposed to tell me about my course sort of thing or how to like sort of apply, because it was just all available for you. So how long did the kind of clearing process kind of take overall? Was it different to what you initially expected? I think it started quite slow just because there's a lot of stuff to do with UCAS, but it didn't really have to do with the unis. It was more to do with the actual UCAS thing. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as things started getting more official, so as soon as I started getting more in contact with Leeds Beckett, when I started getting more conversations through, it started going really, really fast. Like I thought I was going to get the offer like maybe two weeks before going to uni. I got, I think that that was part of the stress and it went so much faster than I thought. It was great. Yeah, my, I, I feel the same way. Although I wasn't, I don't remember being so late to get my offer i think i got it relatively early for the for the clearing process anyway once they start seeing that you're pushing it i think you get like kind of the same effort back so to speak because obviously clearings for like the masses who come on UCAS for whatever reason be it they've had i don't know they've struggled with the grades or what they've got their grades or they've known what they've wanted to do from a young age and they kind of deal with the masses quite swiftly but because you're like a handful of individuals who are like, you've struggled. I think they're quite good for coming back and looking at you as like your individual situation. Is there, why haven't they chose to go on the normal system sort of thing? And I think when they see that effort, they're like, right, okay, he's told us this, she's told us that. Let's get that done. Let's send them this information. Let's see where they want to go with it. Yeah, absolutely. So 
once you both knew that you'd gone through the clearing process and you knew that you was going to Leeds Beckett, what kind of other things did you then have to think about? Maybe in terms of like accommodation, you know, making friends. How did you manage that? Leeds Beckett uh, Students Union had posted a lot on Facebook, I remember at the time, of join this group if you're in this one, join this if you're in that course sort of thing, get to know people. The private accommodation company were cool as well. They were all like, right, okay, there's a group chat. These are who we're going to live with. With accommodations as well, you tend to find that they'll ask you, if it's a private one, obviously Leeds Beckett one will only be Leeds Beckett students, but with private ones, they will say, oh, Leeds, are you Leeds Beckett Uni or any of the other unis? And as soon as you put Leeds Beckett, they kind of group you together. So an anxiety of clearing might be, all right, okay, I'm too late to get in these groups and things. And there's things on Facebook, there's events I've missed on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. There's still opportunities to get in on these things and they are still go on quite late into the year, no matter what these UCAS deadlines are and what have you. Yeah, it sounds pretty similar. I did go to Leeds Beckett accommodation, but it sounded it, we had quite a similar experience in that sense, I think. I personally, I went straight to like see what accommodations I could go to because, yeah, I was a bit scared with that. I didn't have a massive choice left, but there was enough for me to be like, okay, let me choose. And then as soon as I booked all that and I got confirmation, I looked up on any kind of social media I had, like any information I could find, any pages that people made maybe. I found a, a page on Facebook that was for Sugarwell Court students. And yeah, like on it, people would rename their themselves with like their flat numbers and everything so they could find each other. So I didn't find everyone on there, but I did find two of my flatmates. So I got to kind of, we got to introduce each other before we got there. So that was a bit reassuring. That was good. The fact that before you initially got there, you'd already made some connections. You knew some people that you'd be living with. So like you say, it kind of made you feel a bit more settled, a bit more secure that you knew what you were going to expect when you got there. Yeah, they'd already planned like little meetings of like you know because I think everyone was moving in within mostly the same two days so they'd planned like a little event in the common rooms and everything so that if you did want to meet people you could definitely go and meet people there and not have to go anywhere else than in the accommodation so you knew you were going to meet new people there you weren't going to be on your own for sure so that was pretty cool. Was that similar for you Tom you know how did you meet your initial friends when you started at university? When it came to the actual university friends, I think the first people I made were my classmates. Straight away, a lot of a lot of the work we do in the uni is group work, so there is a lot of opportunity to meet friends straight away on course. And then after I met like some classmates who like I'm very good friends with now, that was when I started becoming mates with people from accommodation, so to speak. I mean, I got to know them briefly over that chat anyway, but say that freshers week, over an hour induction week, and they do get you to do daft icebreakers. Like the, I say daft, I quite enjoyed them actually. Uh, so that helps you meet your course mates and then obviously the accommodation chats and like Megan said it's coming on September like it's going to start to get cold hot chocolate mornings in the common rooms meet your friends this that the other like we our private accommodation give us boxes with games to play together in and then we just have to return them at the end of freshers week like I think both private companies and the uni are accommodating the fact that you don't know anyone in this city yes you're on your own but it really doesn't feel like it so to speak it's great to hear that, you know, the university do put on these activities and events for you to get involved in. And like you say, being put under that situation, it helps, you know, talk to people you might not speak to from different courses. Maybe they've come from different areas around the UK or internationally as well. So that's really good to hear. You obviously decided to come to Leeds Beckett. What about the university attracted you to study here? Was it the course, the campus, the facilities? 
for me, it was definitely the course. The vocational aspect of the course is demonstrated throughout year one, two, and three, particularly year three. We've actually just all had our updates there. Our modules are all being uploaded as we speak on Blackboard. The consultancy project sold me at really shown how vocational the university was. I don't exam very well, and that was the kind of thing that, if that's how we say it, I don't exam very well. I don't test well. So I think seeing vocational projects at the consultancy project, seeing how the assessments were based on practical group projects, presentations, led discussions, things like that, that's kind of what sold me on it. Yeah, I could have went to any other polytechnic sort of vocational focused university, but I just think like even the titles of the modules that I was doing and the explanation of what we were covering, that kind of really sold me on what I wanted to do. Yeah, I've got a pretty similar experience, but I think I had a mix of um, kind of researching the course and like I kind of found the uni through researching unis in Leeds because I'd taken an audition in Leeds already. And because I knew I wasn't going to be able to fly over and I really enjoyed Leeds the one time I went, I was like, maybe there's going to be a uni that's going to be to my taste. And when I researched the course, I was so happy I was going through clearing. It was like, I think it's the moment all the pressure kind of went down because I was like, you know what? I think I actually prefer this course over the courses that I'd chosen in my preferred unis on UCAS. So yeah, I think it was a mix of these two things. Yeah, you can tell on the website, you've got a lot of details, a lot of modules that are very well explained. Uh, I think I really liked the way the grading was being done the balance between the practical and the theoretical aspect of the course. How have you both found living in Leeds City Centre? What's the student life like and what's available to you? What would you recommend to other students um, for things to do in Leeds? Go on, you go, Megan. There's so many there's so many things to do. It's, it's, it's really hard to think. It's like everything's in front of you, but you can't think of one particular thing. Yeah, uh, actually, when, when someone talks to me about, like, how's Leeds, I always say it's it's great because there's always something for everyone. Like, whatever you like, there'll always be something for you. Like, I kind of feel like I've passed my phase of, like, going clubbing and everything, so I don't really want to go clubbing anymore. So I know I've got loads of other things to do. I know I can go out for food. I know I can just go for a walk because there's loads of parks and forests and like there's just there's just something for everyone literally there's something for everyone so I feel like it's hard to just pinpoint one thing yeah the Leeds student should honestly be given like a stipend just for living in Leeds there's there's the (laughs) Trinity Centre junkyard golf there's there's the cinemas there's obviously the nightclubs you can't forget them but like Megan said like okay yeah okay the student stereotype is just nightclubbing it's really not like there's i go i like we we do daft things like we have our family group meals and stuff so we all go to the seventy thousand supermarkets in the city center which are like a stone throw away and we do our family meals at home and then we'll go out to the pub for a quiet drink or we'll go play golf or the zoo there's the tropical world at the top of that like it's there's so many things you can do that and even when your family come down you're going to get homesick while you're in a city that you don't know and your family aren't going to be there but when you can come down it's nice to have all these things for your family to do or if your parents bring the car and drive out to all like local leads sort of way like Shadwell places like there there's so many places to go or have a drive out to Scarborough if you're feeling like very dramatic do you know what I mean like there's things to do Um, do you think there's been any experiences that you've had while um, studying at university that you don't think you would have had if you'd not gone through the clearing process I think I think you get I think you get everything just the same I think you really do you 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 just to be honest I forgot I went through clearing until we 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 started like discussing about my experiences Honestly, you just 
aside from that brief moment where you feel like you're actually having that one-to-one with someone before you actually go to uni like when i'm talking to this the lady who i was talking to on the phone in the admissions in the admissions team aside from feeling like less of just a number which is nice you just feel like a normal student and it's nice to be trek like okay so personally i got my grades yeah but like for those who didn't get their grades it's nice for them to not feel like they're only just here luckily do you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. yeah, actually, I agree with that. That's a great that's a great point. Like, they made me feel like, actually, that was the uni for me. I wasn't there just because I didn't manage to get to the other unis. I got there because, well, at the end of the day, that's the course I wanted to do, you know? So, like, I don't know. I believe, I believe things happen for a reason. It sounds a bit cheesy, yeah. but, you know. It, it does, again. I mean, I personally don't think that I've been treated any differently. I think I don't feel like I've gone through clearing. I don't feel any different to a normal student. Like I still get the same opportunities presented on Blackboard. Go do this as a project to do this, as a club to do this. Go get this qualification. Like I say, I forget I've gone through clearing because there just doesn't seem to be any, well, you've missed out on that because you've done clearing. Or, so. Yeah, it really doesn't feel like you're, it feels like you've applied like every other student. I feel like people are really, really welcoming. Like it was really fun, actually. I really liked it. So finally, what tips would you give to someone who was thinking about going through clearing and why would you recommend the process? Oh, don't stress and call and email. Just harass the university. Everything you can do, just just get in contact every way you can with the university and just don't give up. Just do it. You'll get there. I completely agree. Like there's nothing different to anyone who went through clearing and who didn't. I mean, there's probably people who I've met that will, will probably lie to me and say, oh, because they feel ashamed to, that they went through clearing, but I don't see what's shameful about it. You, you might not have had the time. You might have your own personal circumstances. There's nothing wrong through going with it, like the stereotype of clearing being like, oh, I didn't get it on, or like, it's just not there. It's just not there, and you're not going to get judged on it. Don't worry about it, and there's nothing. If you don't like the first five universities you've chosen, don't don't go to them. Don't sit there and think, oh no, I'm gonna to have to choose one of them. Don't just don't don't exactly. make the big decision. Why waste it? And I feel like that's the stereotype that gives you the stress that clearing kind of gives you. You know, like it's the only stress I had was like I feel like I'm not as good as the other students ish. I think that was part of it as well. You know, you just need reassurance. Just know you don't need to stress about it. You just need to get it done. Just call, email, you'll be fine. So those are really great tips and I'm sure many people will find them useful. So thank you both so much for taking the time to chat to me today. Thank you very much. You've both had really positive clearing experiences and advice and we hope that if you are listening at home that you also have found this useful. If you are thinking about applying to Leeds Beckett through clearing this year, you can find more information on how to apply on our website at www.leedsbeckett.ac.uk forward slash clearing or you can give us a ring on 0113-812-3113. And if you're not too keen on phone calls, we've got you covered. You can also speak to Becky the Chatbox, our online chat service 24-7.